Hello, Malcolm here, and welcome to this podcast from the Thames Valley Churches of Christ. We're spending January and February 2022 in the Gospel of Mark. Going back into ancient history, Mark's Gospel was represented by a lion, the king of the beasts. And Mark represents Jesus as a victorious yet humble king coming to establish his kingdom. Join us for these daily devotional podcasts as we learn from the Lion, the Lion of Judah. Now, on to today's podcast. Today we're in Gethsemane, Mark 14 verses 32 to 52, a long passage we haven't got time to read all of for this devotional, but let's see what we can draw out. To go to Gethsemane, Jesus asks his disciples to wait. He goes off to pray, and he takes Peter, James, and John with him. He's deeply distressed and troubled. His soul, he says, is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. It sounds like death would be preferable to what he's about to go through. He prays, Abba, Father, that tender term. It's lovely. Everything's possible for you. Take this cup. Yet, not what I will, but what you will. And of course, he finds his disciples asleep and you can't but feel his disappointment you can't but help but feel it and they just they just let him down the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak he goes away prays the same thing he comes back again and finds them sleeping their eyes are heavy they don't know what to say to him returning the third time he says are you still sleeping and resting enough the hour has come look the son of man is delivered into the hands of sinners rise let us go Here comes my betrayer. Great courage there. And then he is arrested. Judas appears with a crowd with swords and clubs. Very scary in the dark of night. Sent from, well, we know who, the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders, the very people who should be welcoming him. The betrayer had arranged a signal. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him, lead him away. He goes up to Jesus, calls him Rabbi, and kisses him. The men seize Jesus, arrest him, and then one draws his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Am I leading a rebellion, says Jesus? You've come to come out with swords and clubs. Every day I was there in the temple courts. You didn't arrest me then. The scriptures, however, must be fulfilled. Everyone deserted him and fled. A young man wearing nothing but a linen garment, was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. What a funny detail there. Many think it's John Mark. We don't know for sure, but that's entirely possible. So from all of this, the richness and depth of this, what can we draw out for our devotional time today? First, let's think about the disciples. If they can't sit with him, how can they die with him, which they've claimed they would do. Jesus knows the disciples will abandon him. He's still somehow able to have that focused time with God to help him with the well, the more important matters that are about to unfold. Jesus is meeting his own need here by going to the garden to pray, but he's doing it in a way that isn't self-focused, rather unlike, I think, the disciples here. You know, close friends do share their prayer times together, And Jesus wanted to do that with Peter, James, and John in particular. It might be worth thinking about that. Who do you pray with? As in, you pray with them about the deepest things in your life, not just the surface, not just the everyday, 
but the deeper things. It's important to have prayer partners who can share in those times. And when we're going through a particularly desperate time, it's important that we take our faith, weak as it is, to God. You'll notice that here, Jesus is praying and effectively would rather not have to go through this, and yet he still addresses God as Abba, Father, and still addresses him with respect. And there are times when it's hard to understand what God is doing, and we would much prefer our will to his. Yet, we can still go to him with the right perspective of knowing that somehow he knows what is better than we do. Someone said in circumstances like that, that our prayer should be something like, I feel rotten, please change my situation, but if not, change me. Do you have a situation in life right now, perhaps in your own life or perhaps in the life of somebody else you care about, where you really want to see a change? Is the change going to be in the situation or is the change going to be in them or is the change going to be in you? Why not pray for the willingness that Jesus displayed here to be yours? Thank you for being with us today. If you'd like to find out more about our congregation, have a look at the website, thamesvalley.church. Until the next time, God bless and remember to listen to the lion.